all the moms, by the way. Hit them with that air horn. <laughs> Yo, that's the horn for all the moms. Give it to them one more time. Oh, my God. It's been a hot minute since we've done a nice air horn on here. So I'm glad I could do it. I'm glad the moms inspired, you know, the horn to come back. And I'm glad the moms are out there momming. They're out there. They're birthing us. They are then subsequently raising us. Come on. It's already hard enough to give birth. I mean, that's already a whole th You can't drink for nine months. You can't smoke crack. Nothing. You got to stay clean. And then you got to push this person out at the risk of destroying your own body. You got to go through all of that, all of that. And then once it's all done, now you got to raise this thing. You still got to look after this thing? Come on, dog. And you know what's so funny is it's not even ever going to appreciate. By the time that you appreciate what your parents did, it's too late. It's too late. It's a thankless job. So shout out to the parents in general, but shout out to the moms for momming. Like I said, if you got a mom, give her a high five. Say, thanks for birthing me. Thanks for pushing me out because that's why I'm here. And men have it so, I'm so happy that I don't have to get pregnant. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I'm so happy that I don't have to get pregnant. Now, part of it is vanity. Part of it is I'm glad I don't have to put that toll on my body. And then the other part is I don't, you, as a man, you, you don't have to go through that delivery. How is that fair? How is that fair? It almost seems like if things were completely fair, 50% of women would get pregnant and 50% of men would get pregnant, right? Wouldn't that be fair? As a man, you don't even have to think about it. So shout out to all the ladies who are, yo, shout out to, you know what? Let's give them an air horn. Where's my pregnant ladies at? Hit them with it. That's for all my ladies who are pregnant or are thinking about it. Anyone even practicing, good for you. Go get it, man. You know what I actually thought about the other day? And I don't know if this is just a crazy, this is a, a weird, a wacky thought. But what are the odds that there's in the population half men and half women? It sounds stupid, right? But really think about that. How does it work out? This is where nature's got some, nature's got some shit going on behind the scenes that we don't know about. Because what are the odds in the general population? Half would be men, half would be women. It's because if you have a family, right? Some families have only daughters, only women. And some families have only sons. But what are the odds that on the whole, that would... Um, that would all average out. It's, you know, that's where you think, um, I guess Jesus is real. <laughs> that's, it's gotta be it, man. I don't know. It's one of those interesting thoughts, just the way it works out. And thank God it does. Could you imagine, dude, what if there was like years where like people were like crops, right? Like what if there was years where just because of the sun, there was a sunspot. Oh my God. Oh, dude. Imagine if there was a year where there was a sunspot, and because of that, it was like only dudes were born. That would be a nightmare. Just a bunch of dudes bumping into each other. Then our whole that whole year would feel like every house party I've ever gone to, which is, um, this is a house party, 82 dudes, um, and then seven, seven, let's say eight girls. 82 guys, eight girls, and then one of the girls has to leave early. And now you're left to seven girls, 82 guys. That's every party. That could be our whole generation. Now, apparently they actually, apparently they actually do have that issue in China, which is fascinating because they had the one child rule 
And so because it was more economically beneficial to have a son than a daughter, people kind of do. I, I was almost going to say they threw them out, but I don't think they something happened. If they had daughters, I don't know if they would. I don't think they would abort it. Maybe they would. But something happened where people, because they wanted to have more sons, there's way more guys than girls in China. At least at a certain point there was. So if you were a girl, you had you could pick any, you know, you were so outnumbered. Guys had no leverage. I mean, guys already don't have leverage. We just don't. And now imagine there's like 10 of you trying to get one chick. So anyway, fascinating. When you really think about that, and listen, I know it's a dumb, it's a dumb thing. Yes, we all know it's 50-50. We all know. But really think about how does that actually work? How does nature... One family is all girls. And then how does nature know? All right, then we got to have another family. That's all guys. Come on, man. Or they're lying. I could honestly see that they're lying to us. And then we get the real results one day and they're like, uh, guys, we didn't want to alarm anyone, but it's like 70% guys. I would not be surprised. It always seems like there's just more guys everywhere you go. And that's not good. I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want guys everywhere bumping into each other. Right? Mixing our axe body spray. Speaking of which, let's take a side note on that. If you are still using axe body spray and you're over, I think we've talked about this before, but I stand by it. If you're using axe body spray over the age of 13 and a half, you got to, someone needs to sit down and talk to you, man. If you have a friend that you've seen use axe body spray as their deodorant, you need to talk to that person. In fact, pause the podcast right now and you call that person and you arrange a meeting. And if you have to do it virtually because it's COVID, then that's what you got to do. You need to talk to that gentleman and you need to say, hey, man, it's not okay. It's not, it's not deodorant. It's not deodorant. And sometimes these guys back in the day, they would spray themselves with Axe body spray in lieu of taking a shower. Sir, you're sprinkling glitter on a dog turd and thinking it's going to be a piece of jewelry. Not where I come from. Not where I come from. Let's try this sound. That's the sound. That's the sound of a guy who is still using Axe body spray as an odor um, fighting program for himself. This is his sound. And you find your friend. And if you have one that you need to talk to about that, you play that sound for them. Okay? Now, moving on. Big weekend. Ooh. And maybe you can sense it. I got a little energy. I got some pep in my step. Why? Virtual race. I did a 5K virtual race over the weekend. Uh, This has been on my calendar for a long time. My whole goal was break 18 minutes in the 5K. I literally did not think I was going to be able to do that even when I set that goal. It's blistering fast. That's fast. And I was breaking... 19, I think when I set that goal or I was breaking 20, but to get down to, you know, every second that you chop off after that, it's difficult to do. And, uh, I went out there Friday. Fortunately I did Friday because this weekend, apparently we're, we're back in winter. Apparently we're back with the avalanche season. Terrible. But Friday was beautiful, beautiful. 18 degrees. Perfect. That's good running temp. And, uh, yeah, man, I went out there. I got myself, I set up a course. You know, I mean, I picked a route that didn't have turns that was flat as possible right down by the river. 
here in Calgary. And I just went, I just went for a rip. I sort of, I hit my, um, I had a target for splits. I wanted to do, you got to do 336 splits. We'll get you uh, 18 minutes. So I said, I'm going to aim for 335 to build in some cushion. I hit it on the first two. I hit kind of a slow third kilometer it was like 338. And then I recouped some of that on the fourth. I had a bit of a cushion going into the fifth. And, um, yeah, I just, I, I just blasted through it. I just kept going. I pushed and, um, I checked my heart rate after, I mean, this, it was the limit of my capability to get that time. I got 1754 and my heart literally almost exploded. It tracks my Garmin tracks it. And it said 204 <laughs> dude. It said my heart rate was 204 at the end. Now I'm thinking that cannot be possible. Cause I don't think my, I don't even think my max is that high. I don't think a heart could get that high without something severely, you know, without something going on, you can't get to 204, but I think because it's a wrist heart rate monitor, apparently that's not as accurate apparently. So, um, but yeah, man, I mean that final sprint, the final hundred meters, it's a weird feeling when you're like, just, there's so much pain. I had so much lactic acid, but I also had so much excitement realizing that I was going to break 18 um, that it actually kind of offset and it didn't hurt as much as I was expecting to be honest. So anyway, I'm super pumped. I'm over the moon. Um, it's just nice to set a goal like that and then have it all pay off. I've trained for six months and, um, yeah, it's very satisfying, very gratifying to do that. Ugh, it's just made me love running even that much more. It's a full addiction at this point. Um, and I could go on and on, but I won't bore you. Uh, but what is interesting is they have a leaderboard for the race and uh I put my time up and then <laughs> you know I was watching it I was watching it and all of a sudden I refreshed it I think this was Friday night and some girl had a time up there on the leaderboard of 14:20 and right away right away let me put this into context even if you don't run 14:20 is insane for 5 kilometers it's insane and this is Here's some context. The world record, the women's world record for 5K is 1440. So, dude, right away, I'm like, what the, f what is going on? Like, my mind was spinning because I'm like, either somebody just low-key set a new world record, which is uh, definitely didn't happen. There's no way. Or someone is trying to cheat. Cause this is the thing. It's a virtual race. So you submit your time yourself. You still have to send a screenshot of the app that you use to record it, but you do submit your time. And, uh, so dude, my mind was so blown. Cause what I thought was hilarious was I thought someone was trying to cheat, but they cheated so poorly that they made their time impossible. They made their time a world record for 5k. It would be like, I mean, what's the world record for, um, for, for hundred meters, like nine seconds or something like that. Let's say the world record for hundred meters is nine seconds. That'd be like, if there was a local race and somebody, and you know, everyone's just submitting their score and somebody puts up eight seconds, like for a local, for a mother's day race, that's how insane it would be in this context. You're like, Oh, okay. So someone's Usain Bolt and they just happened to discover it this weekend. They beat Usain Bolt this weekend during a, Mother's Day run and walk. <laughs> like, where's the news crews? We got to get this person 
That's what I was thinking too. I'm like, well, this person, let's get them on the Olympic team. Is it too late? Fly them to Japan right now. This person needs to be on the Olympic team. So anyway, long story short, um, it turns out the girl rode her bike. <laughs> she rode her bike. <gasps> and here's why. And I'll give her benefit of the doubt. It was a little bit confusing because it is the race is called the Mother's Day Run and Walk. And then this year they updated it to Run, Walk, and Ride. And she, and by the way, the ride is for wheelchairs, for wheelchairs. So she interpreted that as I can ride my bike. Okay. I get it. And it's, you know, it's an honest mistake. At least she wasn't trying to cheat. It was an honest mistake. She rode her bike. But at the same time, I'm like, do you not, wouldn't you look, if you're doing a race, like an event like that, wouldn't you look at what it is? I mean, imagine showing up. Dude, how funny would that be if it was actually in person? That would have been hilarious. Imagine showing up in person if somehow we were able to do this race. And you show up with your bike and you're like, wow, I guess not, not a lot of people are riding, huh? It's just I'm the only one with a bike out here. I wonder why. So it was insane. And they, they did figure it out and they fixed it. Uh, and I was wondering about that. I'm like, are they just going to leave that up there? But, I mean, obviously they they would have seen that too and been like immediately this is an impossible time it's impossible what's kind of concerning is that had she been slower on the bike like let's say that she actually um you know she did like a 17 minute uh bike ride i don't think we would have caught it cuz it wouldn't have been so impossible that it couldn't have happened it would have been extreme but I don't think we would have caught it. So that's the one downside with these virtual races, to be honest, uh, is, well, I mean, the, the other downside is you're not running with people, which is, I haven't done an actual race yet. Where, where are you running with people? And I'm so excited for that. That's gotta be, cause that's a completely different experience. That's what I want. And I think those are coming up. Um, I am doing the Calgary marathon in September and I'm hoping, I don't want to jinx it, but by that point, things should be opened back up um, so that we can do it in person. That's what I want. The virtual is, um, you know, it's cool because you, ch you still challenge, it gives you a target, something to train for, but, um, no, I'm ready for the in-person thing. It's just a different thing, right? Like the virtual, it almost feels like you're playing tennis against the wall. You know, where's the other people? I want the people. I want the people. I want to cross the finish line and I want to hear this. That's what I want to hear. That's what I play in my head to get myself pumped up. Um, man, other news. Elon Musk hosted SNL. I don't know if you guys got a chance to uh, watch any of that. I watched part of the um, part of the monologue in the beginning, and it looked it looked okay. I mean, I've heard some mixed reviews. Um, first of all, by the way, one of the things that's so annoying with the SNL clips is half the time you click them, and they're not available in your country. Come on. What is with that? I do not understand. They're not available here in Canada. It's the internet. That's not a country. What is going I hate that. What is that? If I, I'll tell you this, if I ever get to be, if I'm ever prime minister, if I'm ever, um, you know, if I ever get into the royal family, because apparently you can just hop in there, then it's going to be the first, my first act, my first act in the office, executive order to get rid of regional content restrictions on the internet. I want to see those clips. So anyway, I finally had to go like through Reddit links to find a clip that would, you know, 
I almost borderline downloaded some VPN thing. God knows what that's going to do. That probably just sweeps your computer and sends all your info back to some mainframe somewhere in Switzerland. That's great. But you do get to watch SNL clips, so maybe it's worth it. So I think it's cool, though. I think it's cool that Elon Musk got to host. I like to see. I think it's smart on their part to open that up wider because you're drawing people in that might not normally watch that show, right? Like you're drawing, like he's like the nerd Jesus right now is Elon Musk. And so by putting him on SNL, it's so smart. You're pulling in, you know, people who might not even be into that because they, they like Elon. I thought it was a cool idea. I liked that it was different. Um, and it's, it's one of the, you know, it gets them clicks. Cause I guess, you know, SNL has been running for so long. I remember when I was a kid, that was absolutely a dream of mine. And it really still is to be on that show to, um, I think I would prefer to host it. I like how I'm talking about like this, like this is really going to happen tomorrow. You know, when they call me, I'm going to, cause I think I, I've heard about the, the background stories of, uh, of what it's like to work on that show. Um, and it sounds insane. It sounds like it's just a mad rush. I mean, you got to put on a whole new show every week. And I think that's why it's really hit or miss. Like some of the sketches they have on there are absolute classics and they're hilarious. And then other stuff, I don't know, you know, every now and then I'll be up late enough that it's, it's on and I'll click onto it. And, um, yeah, some of them, you're just like, this is, it's just corny. Right. But I, but then I go, it's, you've such a short time frame to write, come up with these sketches. Um, I think my favorite moments are when they, when they laugh, that's the best when someone breaks and they laugh, that's the best. So I'll have to watch again, Elon. I don't even typically watch SNL anymore. It's just, it's past my bedtime, but, uh, Elon Musk hosted it. I think I'll check it out. I want to see. And if, if anyone's given him flack, cause I have seen some, uh, uh, you know, I've seen some reviews going both ways. It's very, un I mean, the dude is like a super genius. He's got a super genius brain and yeah, that means, that means the, um, that's his brain is taken up with that. So you're not, you lose then you don't get to have the super genius brain and perfect comedic timing. You got to choose your thing. You don't get to have it all. And so, yeah, he's not going to have co perfect comedic time. He's not an actor. He's not an actor or anything. He's not a comedian. And so if there was um, some awkward poem, I mean, I, I, that would be expected to me for there to be some awkwardness, but good for him for having the balls to go after it, give it a shot. It's still got to be a scary thing going on live TV like that. I mean, it seems here's an example. One time we did um, a fundraiser show here in town and uh, the news came to interview me and the uh, comedian putting it on Juan Forno. And I thought it was going to be a pre-recorded segment. And I remember we were on the stage, cameras there, news anchors there. She's got the earpiece in talking to the, the you know, the main whatever the, the control center whatever, you know, and, uh, I remember she's like, okay, and we're going to be on in 30 seconds. And in my head, I was like, well, aren't we just recording it? And she's like, no, no, we're going on live. And I tell you, I will tell you, I'm, I'm very comfortable on stage. I thought I would be super comfortable. Even the thought of going on live on local television, I was sweating, man. I was sweating. I was sketch. And then you get like, oh, it's so hard to be natural. Ooh, I cringe thinking about it. Cause you just, you know, when you're like, you're overthinking it 
And yeah, the whole time in your head, you're like, this is on TV right now. This is on TV. And that was local TV. That wasn't. So for someone to go on SNL where, you know, especially an episode like that, it's got a lot of heat. I mean, it takes balls, man. It takes balls, but he's a ballsy guy. That's why he's sending stuff out to the moon. So makes sense. I'm going to go check that out. Uh, like I said, go give your moms a high five. I know this is the day after mother's day that this is coming out, but, um, you know what? Didn't you, do you ever think about the fact that maybe it means more after mother's day if you text your mom? Okay. So she knows you're not just doing it because the commercials told you to, she gave you birth. Show some great, show some gratefulness. Hit her with that air horn. Let's do one more air horn for the moms here. And then let's get out of here. There it is. Oh, see you guys on Tuesday.